We seem to be having a little bit of uh, recording problems, so stick with us. Sorry, guys. Cracked yeah. and rose and JP's going to de-crackle our podcast, but it might still have a little bit of crackle on it. Sounds like the beginning of Wish You Were Here. Yes. Apparently, the one drawback to my new computer is that it is affecting the way that we record. Well, we should well, pretend this is like blessed, retro. So. Like we're, our, <laughs> like we're our fathers doing this. Hello, this is the 619 Bearcast. I could yes. add noise to it. Number yeah. one for 19, 1963. So, goodness gracious. Well, so, we've been gone a long time, that's for sure. It's been like a month. Has it? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Justin's yeah. not here tonight. And Justin's, Justin's not, not here. here. It just rolls. That's, yeah, because we were supposed to record two weeks ago, and I had... Mm-mm. Last week. Uh, or was it two weeks? Oh, yeah. Um, it was two weeks. It wasn't just last week. Didn't it all start with the... No, because we've been here since the hole was repaired. Yes. Okay, so it wasn't that. We were going to do a lot. It was IBR because you and I were gonna both going to be out of town. That's what yeah, we but we did it. not do it. And then we, we did it the week before that, didn't we? No. I don't know. I don't know right. why we did it. And uh, so. Anyway, here we are. We're, <laughs> what's we're important back. is and that we're, we're here. <laughs> we're queer. And we're ready to, Get um, used to us. do it. And I think we're even going to try to record next week, right? So, yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure. We wanna give you, yeah, because we want to, you know. I did not know that. We're, we're way behind. I mean, okay. it's been a while. We've been kind of flaky. We've been doing like. Like two episodes in three mm. months, I think, or is kind of how we got a big ass, ass, but I'm a little behind. So, <laughs> <laughs> what can I um, need to think about topics more then. <laughs> let's say, well, we what do, we, do you want to go topics. right to? Um, since we want to do listener mail, since that kind of pertains to our last. Oh, episode. did you have some listener mail? Um, well, you had a listener discussion, Dave. That we your mail, your mail, Should I just kind of read this real quickly, or what do we want to do? Let's read some highlights. Well, about things and stuff. Why don't I? Okay, it is kind of long. I'm going to go really fast. Who's it from? Um, It's from our friend Andy, and he wrote uh, back on the 12th of February um, that he's been listening for a while and all that. You know, um, let's see. Here we go. Um, I don't visit San Diego much, but when I do, I get the chance to pull out a list of places you guys talk about and drag my friends all over the place. Remember this guy? Um, It was actually. Let's see. Wants to thank JP. Um, Couldn't help but smile as long as you're something. No wait. Wait, what? He's talking about me. No, go back. What? This is a, this, never mind. I'm sorry. That was a wrong email. <laughs> that, yeah, was yeah, Andy. Yeah, yeah. that was Andy again that knows, that knows my friend, I think. Oh, and apparently I, Somebody I, from Orange I, County. I, I guided him into the wonderful forest full of bears. Oh, he was thanking me for my website. Okay. Oh. That's, well, thank you, Andy. Um, okay, now, no, Mike is who we're talking about. You're welcome, Andy. Um, episode 14 with a much longer email. Um, let's see. And you can probably um, get rid of some of the stuff I'm talking about as I try to figure out this. Okay. Um, so this week you guys talked about intolerance within the gay community, thinking about things. It really shouldn't be all that surprising to encounter. I mean, what group of people experience more self-hatred today than gays? Um, this is actually pretty long, but he's got a lot to say. Um, there are high suicide rates. Uh, society constantly tells us it's wrong and we're being mocked. It's not just racist gays, et cetera, but I feel there's even a bit of, um, divisiveness in the gay community. I admit I'm sometimes guilty of this. A lot of uh, the gay stereotypes uh, that bother me are stereotypes based on femme gay profile. It makes my blood boil because being gay associates one with being lesser than a man. I shouldn't be upset with the really feminine gays for being who they are, but I can't help it because I don't fully understand it and I have and I have to put up with the consequences of the stereotype it perpetuates. This is, like, this is really good stuff. I, I should have read this when he first wrote it. <laughs> For me, I don't understand how one can be gay and want to be with a really feminine guy. It doesn't make sense to me. I feel like they might as well be straight if they want a guy that walks, talks, and acts like a girl. Like someone on the show said, I'm not even going to pretend to understand lesbians, especially the ones that want a masculine female. To me, the ultimate man is big, strong, hairy, and passionate. I want someone I can, okay, we know what you want, so... Um, Not a personal as I guess another topic for you guys to discuss <laughs> what gay stereotypes bother you the most for me I can't stand that people draw the assumption, assumption that if you're gay and you're not tough um, bears when acknowledged seem to get the treatment of gays who stop to try and or let themselves go but it's like I'm not looking for a twink to begin with all my best Mike did you um, hear that? yes what was that? It was I have no moo. idea was it somebody blowing their nose on the other side of the wall? I don't know those girls it sounded like a moo it was like <laughs> 
And then um, in a follow-up, he goes, thinking more about it, my problem may be more directly rooted on how people define the word toughness. Growing up, I always heard that men aren't supposed to cry or show emotion. When I was younger, I just accepted this. But now that I'm older, I feel like I'm crying and showing emotion is a sign of being humane. To me, the real toughness is never backing down from adversity for whatever reason. Um, this seems to get overlooked. Um, so... Yeah. So a uh, couple topics couple things there. there. One is uh, the more effeminate gays and the more masculine lesbians, and what makes a man. Yeah, you know, it's like a song about that. Again, it's very preferential. Yeah. It's very preferential. I mean, when it comes to even you talked about the physical aspects that you prefer. I mean, it's it's you know it's a very preferential thing. I mean, everybody's different. Some guys like you know more effeminate men, and 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 people always criticize other people too for saying straight acting. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're acting, acting yeah. you know, then it's, you know, but uh, I asked a guy once uh, about it when I first came out and he said about a feminine guys, he goes, everybody needs a little sugar in their life. Did you giggle mm. like a schoolgirl? girl? When yeah. <laughs> I was reading um, somewhere recently where it says something with bears and the with regards to masculinity and that like bears almost become um, a cartoon of masculinity because they're basically children who take on the masculine trappings that mm. they associate with fathers and teachers and authority figures and so they're basically wearing costumes you know mm. you're just like this is what like if you look at a bear you're looking at this is what they think masculinity is mm. you know? well, so we're well, all effeminate inside we're just masculine. well come on, however no but it's almost like they're not uh, as men they haven't fully evolved into actual men because men wouldn't you know have a store a shelf full of toys or play xbox and, and that pass. and that and that goes beyond yeah. just gay men. It goes to straight <laughs> men as well because there are a lot of straight men that don't grow up either. The mm. Peter Pan syndrome, what have you. Yeah. And so, gay men, in order to show that they're still men, do all this masculine role playing right. kind of stuff. Right. And I think that's where a lot of the daddy boy stuff comes from. I mean, and I, you know, that's mm. a big sweeping statement, and I don't think it's applicable to everybody. But it's also true enough that it makes you want to kind of think about it. Yes, right. for sure. Mm. Yeah, sure. I guess. Well, I mean, as far as do things like dressing, you know, the same or things like that. I mean, you're sort of a creature of your environment, and you're right. If you're around people who are dressing a certain way, you may tend to no, intentionally I, or unintentionally dress like that. And I don't mean know. like but, wearing cargo shorts and a t-shirt makes you a man. I mean like shirt, I mean more like when people shirt. wear like police men's uniforms and. Oh. You know, and and that like uniform <laughs> plays singlets per se. We had a great uh, <laughs> coaching outfits. That we had a great that. one today at work. A guy calls in. He he's ordering a gift certificate um, for someone in the UK, and um, so he had to give the information, the email addresses, and what he want written on the card that was going to go in over email to the guy, and it was to his sir in oh, England, yeah. uh, yes. thanking him for his patience. Yeah. And all this other stuff. And his email address was pig boy, something or the other. <laughs> and the thing was, you know, master so-and-so. Oh, yeah. the other person. I think they actually and write contracts. over the phone. It's very formal. And they have contracts. But I everything. think, again, that's a part of that person's self that doesn't want mm. to take responsibility to be a, an adult. They mm. want to give up their ownership to another person and have them make all the decisions. And they can oh. stay a child or a boy or a servant mm. as long as they want. Lay on the street and a freaking I'm sure a lot of people would... Yeah would say that's a little different than that, that are into that mm. community. But I don't know enough about it. I've just been exposed to it. I think a lot of people in the community are like, I don't want to think about where it came from. Right. I am who I am, and I like what it, and that's what I'm doing. See, I like I, I, Because I think that is the prevailing sentiment a lot see, of times. See, I like to let them be in control in the bedroom and think they're in control uh, everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so that works out really well. So, I mean, I mean uh -huh. you know, like they wear the chain and the you little lock. And, right. And... Uh, Right, but mm. this this is more back uh, back to gender roles and stuff because it really is interesting. I know guys who are very bearish, but who are also kind of big jazz girls. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh absolutely. But are you uh, me? And, and it's almost same, worse. You right. know what I mean? If you see a little thin twink of a guy and he opens his mouth and yards of chiffon come out, you you're, you're, you're not expected. surprised, right? But when it's a big berry guy and they're like, "Well, oh, you're yeah. like, you're saying, like oh, it's worse God. though." I mean. It, Charles Nelson barely. But they are it's more they cognitive are. How are you supposed to stop other? being that? No, but you don't have to. You don't My, have to. I, but you wonder, do certain guys try to be like that? I think certain guys certainly fall into that. So is that environment or is it? Yeah. Oh, God, well, yeah what really causes that? That's not actually that's, a really good question. There I know people, there are guys that come into the bar and they cut it up like there's no, right. like because like, they're like with their catty friends. Right. You know? 
And I, then if they're on their own, they kind of just settle into this true. more. But there is camping it up and being kind of campy around your friends. And then there's also just, you know, yeah. being naturally oh, hey, effeminate. Hey, there's a little bit of exactly. I've, I've seen that too. We I've seen people that are totally effeminate around. and then they come from work and they're totally masculine. And then they get into the groove. And they're big girls. Well, but it's like anything else. I, you know, I talk to my relatives from North Carolina. You know, I pick up the North Carolina accent. I talk to my Jersey relatives. I mean, it's it's what you... Right. Well, then again, my ex, my one accent. of my exes, um, I asked him, were you effeminate your whole life? And he said yes, because he had a twin. And then he hit you with right. his So it was purse. really good. It was like a study. It was like... <laughs> okay. On the other hand, though, I know, I, I know a couple guys who were just sort of your average kind of guys. And then after they came out, about a year or two later... They were super femmy. Turbo gay. Well, but I also think, took on because that's, anything they're trying to that's fit part in. of that they're yes. hanging out. With. Well, no, I think, that, I think that's part of survival. In. Is like when you're in school. Like I, I talked about this before. You know, where the first time anybody said that I was doing something feminine, I immediately that was like clipped away from my being. You know. And now that I'm like kind of openly gay and I'm working in a bar and this and that, yeah, I totally see, dude. I'll gesticulate. I'll see a little feminist come out of the fingertips, you know. And I'm like, but I don't care because yeah. I, there's nothing. What was it the person said that you thought was feminine? feminine when I was a kid, yeah, um, holding hands and skipping with a kid down the hallway. Oh. Another boy? Yeah. Oh well, Jesus freaking Christ! I mean, <laughs> yeah, but there was like another time where like there's I went a up to, of that no, I went up to, to get like a uh, give give a friend of mine a hug or something, and uh-huh. he's like, you can't do that. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, I think you must have been gone again. that weekend because I remember talking about that. Did you? Yeah, skipping down the but, hall. But um, and I, I find it's the women that try yeah. to keep the men like first in the roles <laughs> of the masculine. I don't think so. There, there are a lot of guys growing up. There, there are a lot of guys who are also trying to learn what their role is in society. And your mom didn't teach you their gender roles. My mom taught stuff. me how to bend down. She said, bend down this way because that's the way men bend down. No, men look at their fingernails like this. No, but she yeah. probably. That's what figured no. me out early or something Jeez. and taught me how no. to do that stuff. Nope. Well, I, again, I think if you go back, you know, a handful of uh, generations, you know, men had to be strong and, you know, you, they couldn't even open up these doors to mm. actual emotions and looking into themselves and figuring themselves out because that was a weakness. Mm. You have to be yeah. strong. You have to be a provider. And now mm. it's like, well, clearly in this culture, you don't have to be strong in mm. order to survive. You can be really weak and you can open up and being as, as indulgent as you want try to figure out your motivations as much as you want you know spend hours at, 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 at a week a, a week and so you can allow yourself whatever it's a lot know. more talking or like scary the effeminate heterosexual you know it's mm. like some of these guys are gonna figure out they're married and they're big girls right i don't know if they're well, faking it or if they're actually straight I don't know. but that's could be doesn't matter though and that's and again like when i was talking earlier about you know peter pan syndrome and this and that and dads and boys and all that the one thing i just don't want to, to come across as that I'm like saying that that's wrong or right. that that's no, how you're yeah. not supposed to be. It's all I, you like. And we grew up in a different generation exactly. anyway. You know, and you weren't sitting around playing with boring wooden toys growing up like, you know, in, but sh- I, in short pants with a big lollipop. Uh, as I said before, though. That goes off the, sorry. <laughs> the gay community is very diverse. I mean, granted, mm. we're, you know, 10% of the society. And in that 10%, there's a huge amount of diversity within there. Oh. You have all kinds. You've got your bitch and lesbians, and you've got butch, not bitch. You've got your butch <laughs> lesbians, and your lipstick lesbians, and your speed stick lesbians. And, and you know, you've got your mm. masculine guys, and your hyper-masculine guys, and your really femmy guys, and all that stuff. And it's just all of, yeah, you are not hyper-masculine. No, no, I'm asking a question. I've never okay. heard of a speed stick lesbian. That's a Dave that's thing. A, that's a, go, to, go to Long Beach Pride. Oh, okay. When they have speed stick under so, their arms? They are the, oh, the ones they that don't the shave their masc- pits. They, well, it's not that they even shave their pits, but it's women in, in wife beaters with sleeve yeah, tattoos. Yeah, they're awesome. Who are so... I call those the cholo lesbians. I, I, I call them the gangbanger lesbians. lesbians. Because they're just... They're I thought I knew everyone. Yeah. 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 No, that's, yeah. I just said that because that's a Dave term. Lots of, tra- yeah. lots of track suits. The mm. point, my, my feeling is that we are such a diverse community. People yeah. are going to be, and they're going to behave differently. So, yeah, I, I know a lot of big guys who are big girls. And I know a lot of, a couple small guys mm. who aren't. Who are mm. gay and are very masculine. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we sort of transcend beyond that, you yeah. know, in the coming decades. If we can ever get past the, you know, bottom as weakness, mm. you know, that kind of thing. and Or is it always going to be, you know. Blue is for boys, well, is for girls. Well, this is the one oh, thing, right. too, That's... is have you ever dated anybody who was really feminine? I did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, well, well you are right now, but. Uh, uh, no. Oh, no, he's not. I was going to say, and I No, 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 I think not. he was talking I mean, about you. Mike, and, you know, he's a big girl, so. Well, no, but I mean, to the point where, where you went out to a public place or even were with 
other friends and you're almost a little embarrassed because they acted so I had a I had a fuck buddy in junior high school and high school who was very queenie and I would not at all acknowledge him as being a friend in public yeah but I know exactly oh and I fully admit to it yeah. and I feel I feel like a total ass now but at mm. the time I'm like no I need to have cock in my mouth and I'm not going to pay attention to him in yeah. public but private yeah I, I yeah he's your Definitely. private dancer your dancer for mommy <laughs> he was he was my seventh oh, eighth man. and ninth and tenth grade Buddy, wow! I, I definitely had a long distance. You started a lot of relationship that did. did that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Was it in a tree? No, that was Justin. That was Justin. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> you dated someone who was rather effeminate. You know? Yes, and by that time I was okay with it. But what I found out was I was okay with it in public. Mm. But what I was not okay with it was sexually. Okay. You didn't want him to be all. You wanted someone yeah. more masculine. And it completely bad. turned me off. He talked like the chicken lady. Yeah, oh I'm gonna fuck you so hard. Get an enema. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I was no like, idea how much uh, this is yeah. gonna feel went, so it, well, good. I went on a couple of dates back when I first came out with a, a, a guy who was I don't know five or six years younger than <laughs> me, and he was really really queeny, and he was talking about how he had met this guy he just thought was the hottest thing and then but then as, as soon as he opened his mouth it was just yards of chiffon i'm like yeah. do you Girl. even hear yourself <laughs> no way are you like, serious let's play that one back shall we Whoa. let's get the telestrator let's show exactly <laughs> and it was just you know well he I'm wanted and, and he would actually correct me a few times to make sure that i stayed yeah. masculine because he liked the masculine guys oh uh, so yeah, that you stayed masculine? I guess that didn't work. Oh, no wonder it didn't work out. Girls. It was girls. doomed from the start. Doomed from the start. Girls. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. I'll girls. cut you. But anyway. Yeah, Your but you wonder. Nail file what? <laughs> I don't know. Well, here, wait, wait. Is it because they identify with other people? People who are guys who are super feminine. Is it because they want to be identified as being a... Possibly. I don't know. Feminine but role? It, it also, it people to hang out with? I really don't know. It may also be a... a not gender thing, um, a generation thing. Because I think back, have you ever seen the movie Naked Civil Servant? It's no. about Quentin Crisp and his, basically his coming out and, and mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And this was back in the 20s. Mm -hmm. And at that time, if you were gay, you were pretty much drag queen kind mm -hmm. of girly thing. So if you become gay, that's that's the way you identified with other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was your, that's how you identified. And, and right, well, like, and remember so, that documentary I talked about where the lesbian was talking about you know, when you came out as a lesbian, you had like two choices, basically, mm. you know, and that, that's what you had to be. And she felt like, well, why did I go through all the trouble coming out? I don't feel like I'm either one of those. Right. right. Well, that's what the first before I came out, I read a book called um, Virtually Normal by uh, Andrew Sullivan and uh, Virtually Normal, Practically Normal, Practically Normal or whatever. And it's a very interesting read because he talks about how he didn't. That's why he he wasn't sure he was gay growing up because he was like, okay, I feel this way about men, but I'm happy being a man and I don't want to be a woman or dress right. like a well, woman. That's exactly. one of the reasons and I took. I don't want to go outside. Out and I don't necessarily want to go outside and play soccer, but I don't want to play dress up with dollies right. either. Exactly. And I and, and I totally related to that. Yeah, right. well, that's definitely a generational thing. That's why you know you have straight people. That was one of the things I, I felt was so important about coming out was that. A lot of straight people assume, you know, used to assume that if you were gay, you like either you dress like a woman or you were a pedophile. I wouldn't or, even say used to. You know, I mean, there's plenty that still do. It's those two and yeah. a half men watchers. You know what I mean? In the thick of the country who love that show. I mean, they're right. Well, but I think there's enough positive imagery mm. on television and in magazines and things like that and in movies that These days. show now yeah. that that's just not the hopefully. Case. Hopefully. Well, I had two things. I had my my father tell me, uh, "What did he say?" He says, "Aren't you tired?" And I said. Tired? What are you talking about? Looking for sex all the time. I'm like, where the hell did you get that from? No, you said, I'm not in my 20s anymore. Of course I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not looking for it. I get it like crazy. Yeah, By the time I... you get tired, you're in your 30s and you stop looking. In fact, and then I, I reconnected, a trick right now. reconnected with a friend on Facebook <laughs> that I used to hang out with a little bit after college. Yeah. And he just, he automatically assumed that was positive. Because I was gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just ignorant. Well, it comes with it. When you they get your gay yeah, card they, they, and you get the toaster uh, for being gay, yeah. they also. Then you get that pamphlet, How to Effectively Spread AIDS in Your Community. Yeah. And destroy marriage and, yeah. and civilization. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's not linger far uh, too long here on this little topic, unless we're going to go into two <laughs> yeah. hours today. Um, the one thing, though, is there, just to answer his other question that he brought up, was is there a stereotype within gayness that makes you crazy other than femininity? Crazy as in, like, don't like Bugs you, like pet peeve. Uh, well, it's in pride, and when they're in the speedos, and they get all the television coverage, and 
no one they don't show the that bothers the regular yeah. people the P flag and that's understandable yeah that that bothers me but. yeah and then, and yeah then then it looks like we're just trying to shove it down everybody's throat you know like it's, you know. for me the thing that gets me is the ones who go 180 degrees opposite the hyper masculine the guys who are trying so hard to prove that they are men that they are doing mm. things that are hyper masculine beyond yeah, the ones that the which is haircuts are wearing but are they, boots at the gym and are they else. trying like, or oh. is that who they are again Mm. I, I, again, I don't know. Because those I, are the I ones know. I used to call straight bears, and I stopped doing that because I just thought it was a disservice to who they are. To me, yeah. it, to me, it feels like almost like it's just as affected affected as as the femi gays. So when they're like into like they totally follow sports and they have their own car. No, they, no, well, no, not totally. Legitimately, sports be interested. Stuff. Have their own car. Yeah, I, I mean, they repair their own car. Oh. They actually have. I'm yes. sorry. Have. I, I mean, like, I mean, say like, 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 no, 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 I mean, like, you know, like, wor- like, work on their car, change their own oil. I, they're into like well, all. But if you're the... able to do that kind of stuff, I, I mean, mean, to I'm me, a huge that... car guy, right? I mean, well, but I, I can't stand sports. And, and you're not on. You're not here to defend yourself. Oh, I'm just saying, like, that's one of those things that I see as more of like a masculine thing. Okay. Like I go a feminine route where I'm like. Um, the reason I bought a car and have money oh. is so I don't have to do that. Right. So why would you want to do that? Oh my God, I was. With, I did because it saved money. I used to change the spark plugs and give it a two. I used to. I used to do my own brakes. But see, I oh have money, God. and the reason I have money is so I don't have to do shit like that. I was with right. someone once, and I, I, I can't. I went to his <laughs> apartment or whatever, and he was sitting around watching the basket, like a college basketball game, which is typically what he does. He's very much into sports, and I was like, oh my God, I just want to like. Blow you while you're watching the game. I mean, it's just the hottest thing. You're like a real man. And you're watching sports, and it's just like, oh, that's so hot that you're so interested in college basketball. Oh, that's funny. It makes me think of something completely unrelated. What? I have the, my new pet peeve right now. That's going to be completely hypocritical. Okay. And we can edit this out if it doesn't make any sense in the show. But um, <laughs> no, I think it's actually a fun show so far. Like he doesn't do much editing. Like cityism. I've just made that word up. But it's like this whole. I'm defined by where I'm from. Liz, yes. And that that's go my... Chargers, we had go Chargers, go Padres. Well, no, 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 Like, last night, we had this guy come in, and he was really dissatisfied with being in the bar for whatever reason, and he just started being really loud and saying, like, well, in New York, I'm a fucking New Yorker, and in New York, we do this, and in New York, we do that. And I was like, we'll are you so <laughs> vapid and without anything to bring to the table that mm. all you are is New York? Just like somebody say, well, I, you know, and the whole like San Francisco versus Los Angeles versus San Francisco versus Chicago versus Orlando versus New York. And it's just like it. I'm just I kind of tired of like having this like almost like these turf wars over like whose city is better. Well, it's not even turf wars, but you you and you we were both in San Francisco recently. Yeah. And I'm sure you were in you were in several different bar situations when you were there. Yeah. Did you see a certain certain San Francisco trends while you were there? Um, not, not bad. Not that they were bad, but just very specific San Francisco trends. Yeah, like wearing black. Well, I mean, I, I, I give people a hard time, you know, for the whole the wearing different shades of gray. If you move to San Francisco, like that's my favorite little gray. Like, yeah, like you have to buy like you know muted tones. Like you have to wear like several layers of muted tones. Oh, that's tones. just keep the dirt from the city from yeah. showing on your clothes. It's but uh, city, I don't know. Really I, mean, I didn't no. notice anything that was like overly unique. I mean, you must have already boots, yeah, jeans, and a black. Now we can boots, jeans, and a black okay, shirt. That was that was the. We're moving it. We're well, moving away even, from well, Lister Mail and To me, it was this like this hipster bear look. Wearing oh, well. clothes that were very tight, um, like you know, like you know, ironic T-shirts, but really tight, really tight jeans, lots of Converse sneakers, tiny black glasses, mm-hmm. jaunty hats. You know that's what I mean? Not and as, I looked around. Uh, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. that's a style." They thing, all look like that. Dave, it's kind of unoriginal. That's not unique to San Francisco. It's but, unique to the, the generation below us. Maybe it's just not. No, do you see people aren't necessarily well, no, but, in the generation below? But us. older people pick up on that. Oh, okay. I, it's, the, it's hipster bears. I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a hipster bear in the in the bar on Tuesday, and I was making fun of him for being a hipster. And, and, did, you, and did you notice hipster yeah, bear yeah, types in San Francisco? Because yeah. it was like it was particularly bad. Oh, Not this trip, but the trip before. I was at the Lone Star, yeah. and the, I was it's like, it's the new wow. Lone Star. I was just it's just say, it's, uniform. Yeah. It's Hip- the new Lone Star. Crowd. But they'll look at us and say, "Oh my God, yeah. is everybody everybody in San Diego wearing cargo shorts and an ironic no, T-shirt?" So true. You know what I mean? And tiny shoes. Loose fitting. No, no. Hipster bear is very closely related to Cubs with a K. Like within breathing distance. Except for cups yeah. of the K are still fat. Mm-hmm. Hipster bears generally are these like they're just like kind of otters or wolves. If you had to like pick a name for them, yeah. But I would say they're all. Well, where do we fit? I see all that thin. And we are, we're boring, dude. We are so behind the trend. Well, people in San make fun. Like, if I go to the Lone Star, am I going to feel fat? Yes. Is that what's going on? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, well, I don't know. You, you, you are fat, Vito. Well, I mean, the, well, I know. But I so are you, Brian. Right. I know, but I'm like... wearing really tight <laughs> clothing, Do you not feel fat too. when you're not in the Lone Star? Well, a lot of or how about, let me rephrase really it. Am I going to be the only too. one there that's... No, there well, are plenty no. of fat boys there. Yeah. No, it's still a bear bar, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This, the, 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 the super fashionable... Folk, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but that's or like tiny black classes and snap caps. It's like I just think that's the next with the low rise waists. We're just looking at the next. You know, we're old. You know, and when you're old, you look at people and you go, yeah, but these people "What the are fuck are they dressed like?" Though they're our age, I, I really they're they're like, hip, Dave. Do we have a, is there a disconnect uh, going on? Well, no, but they look at us and say we're a bunch of flip flop wearing cargo shirt right. having. You know, so again, but, do but they that's, say that? Do you but hear that's, no, say that? but if they came here and looked around, they'd say, "Oh my God, where are all the tiny glasses?" But that's that's a regional <laughs> thing because that makes sense. <laughs> You'd notice the difference. Just flip, I notice no. the difference there. They notice the difference. But flip flops and cargo shorts don't make sense in San Francisco because it's always fucking cold. And that's yeah, it. So we look like a bunch of slackers, but, but we're just enjoying wave, the weather. Skinny jeans with crotches that go almost to the knees make no. sense. And your ass <laughs> I mean, that looks like uh, I think what? it's just it's age, isn't it? No, I think it's regional. I think it's much it's more regional. regional. Who are you it's, seeing that's so old that's dressing like that? Who who's wearing skinny jeans that's over thirty? Um, I'm not gonna say a name. Okay. <laughs> Did you see anybody over the age of thirty to thirty-five yes. wearing skinny jeans? Absolutely. You swear on a Bible. Absolutely. Well, I wouldn't call them skinny jeans, but jeans a lot tighter than they should have been. So, in style jeans. Because the style right now is skinny. I didn't notice it as much this time, but I guess there was a lot of -of out-of-towners there, too, so that was probably it. But when I was there, I don't know, back in November or whatever, it was just mostly local. Is it it time for me to readdress my wardrobe? Who knows? That was three years ago. There's a good question. Anybody is, who's listening from San Diego, what's next for San Diego? All I can bear say, wardrobe? as far as I'm concerned, I am completely over wearing t-shirts that have cute things. Yeah, on. yeah I mean, kind of, every time I, if I buy one, I just want to smack myself in the head. Yeah. And when I go out, I'm I mean, thinking, what can I wear that isn't a t-shirt with something cute on it? Yeah. Because uh, they're cute and they're great and they're comfy. Yeah. But there's got to be something more. I'm in leaning life. more, to, a lot more towards. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I'm lucky that three of the four of us at the table have t-shirts with something cute. <laughs> well, <laughs> these two are from you Woods. Know? Exactly. That one's from well, this is the and cubby. Dave has it well, on the, underneath the, his overthink. This is the cubby bear from Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's yeah, like okay. there must be something else. <laughs> and then I look at my wardrobe, I'm like, okay, I can wear a button down shirt. Yeah. Or, well, yeah, it was plaid shirts. I and under, plaid I know shirts a lot of guys like wearing and... Under Armour stuff, you know, but then I'm like, are we uh, to be like a field of Under Armour wearing people? But that was the thing, too. I So I went and got a bunch of, you know, the colored wife beaters and so stuff. So shallow. Mm-hmm. This is shallow conversation that we've ever had on this You know, like black or whatever. Yeah, and that's what it ended up looking like because they came down so low. It was like, it was like I was wearing a camisole and not like. No, you can't wear those shirts. No, you can't. The neck shirts? No, no, no. No, no, a wife beater. Oh, wife beater. Yeah, but they're just lower. Yeah, no, that was. It looks horrible. And you're all like, my beard is up here. I didn't realize it until I saw pictures of myself. My beard is up here. Some people are white theater wearers and other people aren't. Like, Kurtz came in last night and he was, he's going to give me one of those Gerwear shirts because they're sponsoring Wolf next week. And he's like, well, do you want a tank top? And I'm like, oh my God, no. I go, I am not a tank top person. <laughs> you do not want to see me in it one of those. It depends on the weather. I don't mind yeah. them. I usually wear something over it. If I'm I just honest. don't look good I in them. I mean, I, like, yeah. people look good in tank tops. I, I don't think, look yeah, good I look in tank tops. White so, Maybe it's an Italian. Yeah. Well, you know, some people just have a look. And so, you mm. know what? We were touching on IBR a little bit, talking about um, things. And I know I derailed us talking about hating people that talk about their cities too much, which I talk about San Diego all the time, so clearly I'm or so Or in San Diego, it's called 619 Barricade. Yes, exactly. Well, I, I know. I, I, told, I told you I was going to be a hypocrite by bringing that up. It's just lately, for some reason, it's just really been getting under my skin, and I'm almost like, let's just move on to a new conversation. Well, I've got something new to there. talk about. I've run into people. I've, I've actually scolded people. I was in Long Beach, and the guy could not stop talking about how bad Long Beach was mm. and about how California I'm like... Dude, you are such a downer. Was move. Why are you there? here? Leave. Yes. Oh. That does make me crazy when Californians talk about how shitty California is. Go. Anywhere you want dude, to go. There's leave. so many states to choose like, from. Move yeah. back. Yeah. House, I know. Housing is cheaper. Yeah. You can Enjoy just it. move. Go get a job. Well, that was like this guy last house. night at the bar mm. from New York. He just kept going on and on about how horrible San Diego was and you know how the bars were so shitty and this and that. And I'm like... Dude, we cut you off over an hour ago. Why are you still here? Well, another problem, <laughs> well, another problem could be, too, is that he has a lot of friends there, and yeah. maybe he feels like a bigger fish. And well, he was definitely kind of big. Pond. He definitely had like this persona, and he had this hat, and he had the piercings and the things and the stuff. Oh, I, hate I mean, this already. was definitely a guy who I'm sure was wearing his tribe's, you know, mm. you know, uniform and stuff. And he just should, felt like he had to like represent or whatever. Most people yeah, would love to move here. Let's mm. get him. 
I don't know. It's not for everybody. The city's kind of boring in some ways. Culturally, it can be very boring if you're used city. to a bigger, mm-hmm. you know, city. It's but not a foodie city. Either. Yeah, it's and there's not. Of us are bears. Yeah, what? Well, seriously, dude. Sit, I, restaurant wise, sheesh. I San found Francisco some amazing so This is a place for us. You know what? You know what? I will say this. Holy crap. Two people now have come from San Francisco and yeah. visited and like, oh my God, you guys have great restaurants here. Because they're probably just bored well, with the ones Because I've also taken yeah. them to the great They didn't place. know that there was any place besides, besides Brian's <laughs> mm. here. They're like, oh wait, you mean there's other restaurants to go to? I think that's the problem. We're all a bunch of rut, rut people here too. Well, we the there are a lot of other restaurants uh, to go to. Get there away are. from taking And I do take people to my favorite places. So back to IBR. Um... One of the things about IBR that was going around this year was that it was the last IBR. Yeah. And everybody seemed to think that somebody else would do something else right. that weekend, especially with it being a holiday yeah. weekend. It's the general consensus idea. was that it was going to reboot for sure. Who knows if it'll be the same weekend. And I think people were just like, it's going to become Lazy Bear in the city, basically. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's no more contest. Well, Maybe a host hotel that. and a vendor mall, but mm. that's it. And then... Dances at night, bar crawls during the day, and that's that's it. Because yeah. well, what else do you need? Finally, really? I mean, the contests have been out for years now. No one was going to the contest. Did did you? Well, they, they, the, the, there the, were contestants the old, this year. What do you call them? Old guard or but whatever. I don't know who won. What that's you, what I call what's them. The, what's the thing? Old guard. Old guard. Yeah. Is that, doesn't sound right, but old guard, whatever, they'll still go to those things, those contests mm, yeah, and well, stuff. I was a judge one year, and yeah. It, it got relegated to a, a smaller room, but this room kept getting ju- smaller and smaller. And smaller. I judge people yeah. all weekend in San Francisco, so I know what that's like. But I, that is interesting you say that because I, when I went to the vendor mall, there was definitely this vibe of this is like the bear run part of this weekend, yeah. and it's my only exposure to it because yeah. it felt in that moment, in that room, it felt very similar to TBRU where everybody sort of crowded into sort of a smaller mm. place. Yeah. And there's a little more of a communal feel. And then the rest of the weekend, it was kind of like, I just happened to be at a bar where a bunch of other people are. God, let me tell you, what was the one day? Were you there that day? I don't think you were. The one day we were at the Eagle, it was just epic. Saturday there was like all kinds of people from L.A. that I never get to see and hang out with. I don't see them regularly because they come here and they get absorbed into the bear, you know, <laughs> whatever, Katamari that goes on here. And um, so I got to hang out with some really cool people from L.A., a couple people from here. Steve was there from Long Beach, a couple Flickr friends and stuff like that. It was just awesome. Dave Cobb was there even. I mean, it was just, you know, I don't get to hang out I, with Dave Cobb that often. Don't make that I face. I know he made a face when he said Dave Cobb. <laughs> I can hear you rolling I'm a Dave Cobb no. fan. No, no, I know. But people I don't normally get to hang out with. And, you know, it was great. So, yeah. No, it was that was that was so great. It's like a big family reunion. I mean, I even said after I left, I was like, you know, if there was a way that I could just have all these people that I hold so dearly live in the same city, that would be. Yeah, but it almost makes it more special to be able to go to something like that and see them. You know, all the time. Well, (laughs) are you thinking? All I thought when I left was, when am I moving here? Like I I kept thinking Mm -hmm. that when am I moving to San Francisco? You know, and it's not like it it is. It's not. It's it's a when now, dude. It is so not an if. It is so when. Nope, not for me. So make sure you make a lot. Well, I can see myself. San Francisco is a great place to visit for me, but I could not. I could see myself living in a suburban bedroom community about Uh, 25 miles away from San Francisco. I wouldn't do it unless I lived right in the city. Otherwise, I'm not going to. No, but you know what? With the BART and everything else, I mean, there's a. a But your everyday life, you're not close to that. And you're clean if you're not living in the city because it's not a very clean city. Oh, well. Everybody knows that. There are a lot of rock? poor people there. If, if I'm going to live yes. in San Francisco, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to we live in San Francisco. Apparently, where we were staying is like a shithole, basically. The Tenderloin, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He walked through was... the Tenderloin. Yeah. And I walked through That's there, too. That's where the hotel to get was. To... Yeah, and I walked through there, because I stayed at that hotel, too, yeah. in the past. And I walked hotel. through the Tenderloin to get to the Deco, because there was a dance party there. The one time. And it was it was scary. This is Tenderloin like, is like the, the bad neighborhood in San Francisco. Yeah, it was like quarter to three in the morning though. Did you walk there? That's very. Well I known. walked back uh, probably after two. And we walked yeah. home one night at least at like three or something okay. after crepes. You're six foot five. I know, I know, I know. And, and I was with a bunch of people, which is my other point. There is what the fuck is he walking around? So by here, himself here's for? what yeah. happened, by the way. So oh, for sorry, people who yeah. don't know, because we didn't really say, our friend Rob was walking home from one of the dances. I guess. Yeah. Uh, three something in the morning back to the Whitco. Anybody who knows the which uh, used to be the host hotel for IBR back in the day when it was called the Marriott or something. Right. So he's walking through the Tenderloin, probably on that road that comes out by Burger King there, because that was the same road I walked right. on. And um, sure, he, uh, a woman, uh, homeless, I guess, or whatever, druggie, yep. whatever, came up, pulled off his glasses, demanded five dollars, and threw his glasses, I guess, demanded five dollars, and punched him in the face. So yeah, 
Pretty much. I mean, personally, I would have asked for ten, maybe twenty <laughs> at least. But Rob, I know Rob well, looks like he has. Apparently, it. crack is really inexpensive these apparently, days. Apparently, but right. um, she wasn't planning. Ahead well, you for know, the that future. was the same place that my friend got held up a... at gunpoint two years ago. You're kidding? Yeah, right across the street from the hotel. Oh my god! Like, a moment after I said goodbye to him, and I walked around to where my hotel was, yeah. he went across the street to get food, and he got at held Burger up. King? Yep. Or the hot dog place. Uh, well, it's not open. Like, place is not open oh, anymore. wow. I've eaten there. So, walk yeah. that road. So, it's, nice. yeah. I, I didn't realize that, that was like the dangerous place to stay. Yeah. Because during the day, it just looks like a no, downtown. It's, it's fine. You know? The bar dumps you off right there. Dude, all the, the streetcars are right there. And it's exactly. only, it's like, what, four blocks from the host hotel? Three yeah. blocks from the host hotel? Are you oh, talking like where the Holiday Inn is right there? there? Where the old host hotel was for yeah. IBR. The yeah. one, yeah. And the, the Holiday Inn is right around the corner. Yeah, the Ramada. It's the Ramada. I can say the moral of the story is when you're in a city, you don't know never walk by yourself doesn't matter yeah. always go with a group yeah. of two or three wow yeah. i walk yeah. by myself all the time when i was in service there was yeah, a, be the careful. years of there IBRs was... that i've been to well when i walked over to that deco and through that up that street to that bar the deco or whatever it was that was there was a lot of obviously <clears throat> weird activity i was on high yeah. alert but i mean i'm used to that from mm-hmm. new york i mean but it, it seemed pretty dangerous. So the takeaway from IBR was that it was a really good time, mm-hmm. but I think we already had turned it into what it will probably become anyway, which is no more contests. And, and people go out to the bars. Right. Which was, which was fine by me. I got yeah. to hang out in a couple of bars, got to see a few people from up there. Maybe it's an excuse to go to the city. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it, I just yeah, I forget nice how meals. much fun I, it is to see all those people. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it was a little crowded for me at times, but honestly, mm-hmm. it was great. And getting to see the you know the fat bottom girls played on Thursday night. That's yeah. A, so what was the fat bottom girls? I it's um, Chris, the rock and roll. You know, around. Chris Sifos. I know um, uh, he's a friend, but yeah, uh, uh, he and um, he's yeah. the only person I know uh, personally who's in the in the in the band. Well, John Ashfield plays with them once in a while. But oh, not okay, the fat bottom okay, girls. okay. So the fat bottom girls are a bear um, band that plays uh, Queen covers. Every year they do a different incarnation. They they do different covers of different bands, but the Fat Bottoms is when they just do um, Queen. Huh. And they've done like um, uh, Electric Light Orchestra before. Um, I'm trying to think who they did. Oh, they did ACDC. It was ACDC, I think. And then their band name changed. Yeah, it was ACDC when they when they did that. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but uh, they're fucking awesome, and they do it. They do it in drag. Mm. And it's like trashy, awesome it's, drag. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You know, drag, yeah. Not, they don't like take their beards off or anything. It's just, it's <laughs> phenomenal. And um, yeah, because you know, Chris was in. Um, are you are we interrupting what you're doing? No, go okay. talk, yeah. Jesus. Are you? Are you talking JP to your man? is on his phone. I'm looking at my list of tugs. Oh, later. okay. Is that something you can share he's, with the rest of he's the He's multitasking. Um, well, I'm sure I was until this, you He's going to take this part out anyway, so you'll never you hear can it. do on the, he is the AT&T <laughs> version of the iPhone, but, uh, the Verizon version of the iPhone. Input. Anywho, so, yeah, so Chrissy Vos, cool guy. He was actually, here's a bit of trivia. He was in the band um, that I can't remember King right Missile. Now. King Missile, who did the song Detachable Penis. Right. In awesome. fact, he's known as Bear Zero. I don't know what any of this is. He's known as, you never are. heard the song Detachable Penis? You need to go listen oh, to yeah. it. Later. It's classic. Uh, I think I don't. He's known as Bear Zero in San Francisco. And do you know why? Because he has no calories? No, because in the video for Detachable Penis, he is wearing a bear hat. And that video predates a lot of known bear sightings. Oh, wow. He was, one of the, he was the first visible bear, you know? Like bear hat, Publicly, like with ears or with like a bear logo? Like with logo. the bear logo on. <laughs> oh. So he was flagging bear. Don't laugh. He was flagging like bear that. on an internationally known thing. That's awesome. So they call him. I'm going to have to go watch that video. I didn't know that. That's my little beast story. So okay. So we. How are we doing on (laughs) time? Are we already? We're already halfway through. There's no. There's there's a there's a meme that we've been quoting a lot. So you know TLDR. Too long didn't read. You know that. If if somebody posts something on a forum or whatever, and it's really long, a lot of people will just go TL semicolon DR. Too long didn't read. Okay. Okay. Like too legit to quit. This is what we have to look forward with him and Mike. Out. Shut up. So yeah. the other thing, this 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 comes from Jeb. This Sorry. comes from Jeb. So right. the thing that's Sorry. on top of that, though, <laughs> that really we're trying to make catch on is like if somebody says a long story and it's just kind of like really boring or whatever, the response is cool story, bro. So I was um, gonna and that means too cool long. story, bro. Wow, that. that's stone cold. Um, wow, that's just yeah. it. It's just kind of funny. That's and, 
It is. That's you being trying to be hipster. I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. I find cool. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Cool story, bro. Oh, and Brian just used that on you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Totally meta. Holy shit, it works. We're gonna be. Well, it just felt like it was really applicable to the situation. Oh my god. It's like cool story, bro. It's like nesting dolls. I thought the story about Bean Bear Zero was very interesting, but apparently it was just a cool story, bro. That's nice. All right. Well, let's be wearing skinny jeans. I thought it was interesting. It what? Never mind. That's one to grow How on. How about pajama jeans? Thanks for robbing me of all my self confidence, JP. <laughs> Uh, uh, for, yes. Speaking sound bites from now on. The um, more you know. Why don't we talk about um, Why don't we talk about um, music apps and stuff? Since that's sort of far away from everything we've done so far. Music apps. Well, we were talking earlier about um, here at the uh, table. What do you use? Are you a Pandora user, an iTunes user, a Rhapsody user, a Sirius user? Do you use apps? Do you do online streaming? I have been oh, iTunes, iTunes for a long time, and Pandora, and I finally, finally posy posy ponied up, whatever ponied up. And posy, Tom. Here's my thirty six dollars. Here's my. I paid my thirty six dollars. Just take it for Pandora One. And oh my God. I fucking love it. And I love having yeah. having uh, having it on my phone. Oh, debit credit. Just I love it because well, it's awesome. Yeah, Pandora. Yeah, we Pandora have been. Times. I got them hooked on Pandora at work, and strangely, they had never heard of it before, which is kind of strange. Um, so they got totally into doing it. But the problem was, is we stream music into the store with a um, an airport extreme uh-huh. and you can't stream that it's playing from the internet. So we have this program that I, uh, uh, that I bought called airfoil that allow you to stream any music that's coming from any application of your computer to an airport. Uh, express. I need that. That's pretty it's awesome. It's called wow. airfoil. It's 10 bucks or 15 bucks. Hmm. And, um, so we're able to stream Pandora in the store. So they started playing it all the time. Well, we bumped up against our free 40, listening limit yep, for yes, the month. 40 hours a month. So then you have to pay 36 bucks. Yeah. And then you get it unlimited. So that's what we did. We paid 36 bucks, but what disappointed me, I thought for that 36 bucks, you wouldn't get commercials. You don't. You don't. You do. You don't. I have not had a single commercial. We do. Commercial. You don't. We do. Are, do you, you might, not have, your, you might you? not have your um, account configured correctly. Yeah. Did you upgrade the right account? We only have one account. It, we did it on the computer that streams the music. Uh, are you using the downloadable app or are you doing it from the web page? We're doing it from the web page. Try do using the app. app. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other app thing free? is, yes. yes. As long as, yeah, for as long Mac. as you're, yeah, for Mac. Okay. It's, you it's can Air. download it it's right an from Adobe the Air app. So does it? Yeah. Does it? Can you can you stream to the thing with it too, or no? I don't know. You'll find so out. Your it's not in the app that. store per mm-hmm. se. If you go to the website, it'll say download our app. It'll be like right there. Oh, and it's definitely for the Mac. It's yes, not just. Yeah, for I have it. It's, it's an Adobe oh, cool. Air app. Um, oh. My question though, you said you also stream Linux. it in your store. This is a business store where people can come Ooh, in to purchase. You're supposed to have licensing for that. Yeah, because well, and the reason I bring that up is because I I I mentioned that I upgraded because I created a radio station specifically for. For pecs that yeah. I play at work, and somebody said, "Do you have this RT something something license?" Yeah, and I read that you said that about pecs, and I was wondering how you got around the commercials. I mean, they're not long commercials, but commercials. they're little like I don't hey, know, San ten Diego. second snippet. Right, yeah, exactly. hey San Diego, no, blah blah blah. It was blah. it was really annoying, and that was one of the reasons. The main reason I upgraded was because I was using it all the time, and if I use something all the time, I usually like to support it mm. financially, and so that's why I did it. I didn't realize um, it was a limit, and when we realized yeah, it was a limit, yeah. that's why we subscribed. And did you know that if you go to the web page, you can really soup up the channel and customize it. You can add individual songs and groups. So that it has even more to go on than just what you thumbs up and thumbs down. Which will tell me, which I'll tell you something too, that hopefully you can do, you can eliminate bands Mm -hmm. because I swear to God, no matter what we put in, and we put in a lot of different stuff. We put in everything from Diana Ross to new kids on the block to whatever. We're like all over the place. James Taylor. We like, depending on everybody's mood for the day in the office. But, um, no matter what you fucking put in, I swear to God, you could put in gangster rap and it plays a fucking Beatles song. It plays Beatles songs in every single Yeah, you can say never play this again. Thumbs down when well, I don't. It's not on my computer. Oh. It's on a computer. Yeah, it's not just thumbs down, though. You can go say, never play this again. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And none of us really like the Beatles, but no matter what you put in, they always play. You put I, in I Motown or whatever, and they like play a Beatles song. I've never and it's got like, Beatles. what is this? Yeah. You put in Diana Ross, you get Beatles. It's the strangest thing. It, it is, you know, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's an logarithm, logarithm or whatever. And, uh, and it's like, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah. Algorithm. 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 It's algorithm. 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 The music and, genome project is going to be right. Yeah, and the first thing what I oh, I told somebody what it's like now. is that this Pex station that I created because I went online I spent like an hour or so adding things and, and doing all the stuff to it to and de- of, and deducting things like taking things. Um, out I didn't really have to, to deduct necessarily because at that point all I had was a list of music I'd thumbs up and all I, I took um, it was a top hits radio station. Okay, I don't want to get 
JP's quip, so I'm going to make this very short. Um, it was a top hit station, and I just started thumbs downing stuff that was really annoying, like certain Black Eyed Peas songs and things like that. And I would thumbs up like Katy Perry and Keisha because I knew that's what people like to hear. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, well, I want something edgy in there too that's fun. I wanted to add like LCD Sound System and Scissor Sisters and Mika and uh, Kylie and um, and Robin and cool. stuff like that. So I added all of that. And then when I got, I added like a few, I put in like one or two songs and it takes like, even like one song mm -hmm. can completely be a catalyst. And yes. all of a sudden this random crazy like gangster rap was showing up and stuff. And so I said, I go, it was almost like getting like, a big bushy like pre-clipped bonsai tree and then you have to kind of just go in there and like nip it and snip it <laughs> mm. and make it pretty mm. and it's fun i like the process i love yeah. it and i tell you what man people are super responding to it mm. because it even plays like a dj plays like if it starts to play club music it'll play like two or three club songs and then next thing you know it's playing like evolves. a black crow song and then it'll do like three or four rock Transitions songs the and then nice it'll song. go into pop songs That's nice. and it never just plays like one it doesn't just go bang bang up down up down yeah, it's yeah. always like a progression and then it will switch mm -hmm. and i really like that it does that oh, and what was great. crazy like last night i'm getting ready to close the bar and it's getting toward the end of the shift and charlie and seth come in and they love that kind of club you know um thump thump music <laughs> and it happened to be in a thump thump place and it played like four to the point where charlie's like what's playing right now i want this so mm -hmm. i was kind of like you know, That's stoked cool. on that. So. Well, and no, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you it's it. effective too because I I've been playing it every at home every Saturday morning when I clean my house. So like you know two hours or so of playing it at least. Um, and I can't tell you how many songs I bought because yep. the songs Same I've here. never heard before. I, I bought I bought an I bought Adele's live uh, uh, iTunes live album. That's the thing um, about Pandora. It's, thing, it has introduced me to so much new music oh, yeah. that yeah. I know I want to buy, and I will go buy the single or or I'll listen to the album. I'm like holy crap, this mm. album is. Freaking awesome. Did you ever listen to WXY Waxy when yeah, it was I back would do it at, at work when we that were in the project. Really good too. That's a shame that's gone. At the hospitals. I would just say, hey guys, what, give me an artist's name. They go, Johnny Cash. Yeah. And it's like another God, yeah. if you want it's like fun Motown stuff, I don't know he's probably into that stuff. But you put in Diana Ross, oh my God, it plays mm. cool, fun music. Well, yeah. what's funny was when I went to log into my account, I just I remembered what I called it and it, it was so old. My account was like, <laughs> I made it like, two jobs ago two cubicle mm. jobs ago and mm. i and like i looked at the profile and it was just so dumb and i was like oh my god it's so funny <laughs> wow. and then there were the old stations and stuff so what yeah. i like about pandora is that like i use it hand in hand with um rhapsody which i just re-upped my subscription to after having not had it for a while mm. so if i hear something i love on pandora i go into rhapsody and i add that album and mm. that way i'm right. not buying the album necessarily i'm yeah. just going to give it a listen and then if i really love it then I'll go to iTunes, yeah, and, iTunes and actually yeah. buy it. Cool. But yeah. and Rhapsody has this cool app for your phone now, where you can actually, like, let's say you're going to take a long um, flight and you can't use wireless on there, mm. you can download all your music onto your phone temporarily. Yeah. Well, yep. it's kind of like a series with the stiletto and those things that you can oh, download. Yeah. Mute. You can buffer oh, uh, stuff. I didn't know that. You can pause serious things like on this stiletto, the portable thing. Mike actually, oh, okay. Mike D has one actually. And you can pause yeah. stations or repeat songs and stuff like yeah. that. Like I wish you could do buffer. that on the um, iPhone version of Sirius. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That'd do you be have really the cool. iPhone version of Sirius? I do. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That... You have to pay extra. You got to pay like yeah. three bucks extra a month or something uh, for yeah. the higher quality like sound. I'm something. only paying $20 um, a month for six months. Yeah. It's, it's, months, it's, so. yeah it's, it's a streaming you know service. But mm. um, I, I bought it solely to listen to Howard Stern when I'm in the house and stuff like that. And what's nice about... The Sirius app doesn't do it, but the um, Pandora app does. Is that you can throw it to Apple TV, and so you can listen to it on your on your big TV and stuff, it's which is pretty cool. popping up on all sorts of things. I bought a Blu-ray player, and I can listen to Pandora on my oh, Blu-ray yeah. player. Pandora is yeah. a lot. It of stuff. It's kind of like Netflix, where it's just like pretty much on everything you get your yeah. uh, get cool. your hands on. But uh, but uh, I had been yeah, I've been using Pandora for a long time, and I've been <laughs> thinking, why the hell would I need Rhapsody? And I just totally fought against it, fought against it. And then I finally realized, you know, I was sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't heard this album in a while. I'd like to hear this, or I kinda, mm -hmm. I'd like to hear this, and I don't want to go buy it. I don't want to dig up my vinyl and go convert it or whatever. And so I realized that, that Rhapsody is actually kind of cool yeah. for that. You can just sort of listen to something. I'm like, mm. I am not going to listen to Rush moving pictures mm. all the time. But sort of nostalgically, yeah, I kind of want to listen to it once or twice. Now, that I have. do you want to hear some yeah. Debbie Downer insider information that I got? Yeah, about yeah go for it. Yeah, tell about it. It's... Okay, so yeah, I know somebody who's in the know, extremely in the know and connected, that Apple is going to require um, that businesses such as like, uh, well, Pandora has, has a paid version. So the pan paid Pandora version 
um, Rhapsody and other such that are, are serious that have streaming, mm. they're going to have to basically um, when you buy that uh, app or whatever you're paying for it, that iTunes is going to get like 60%. It's going to be like 30. a 60, 30, is it 30? I'm sorry. I'm 30%. being very dramatic. Of the we'll cost of the app? 30% of the price of the app will go directly to Apple. Well, what's their normal it's margin? It's already like that. 30%. Right? No. Yeah. Well, wait. No, no Apple gets 30%. You must know better than I do that. Go ahead. Apple gets 30% of, of whatever it's sold, but this has to do with in-app purchases. And if you oh. purchase stuff in-app, oh. Apple also gets a cut. No, and part of this has to do with the streaming of the music, and it's purchased in app. Yeah, not I don't remember the whole thing. Music through the Sirius or the Pandora app, paying, are you? You're paying ten bucks a month for Rhapsody, ten right. bucks a month, or four or fifteen bucks a month, depending on well, which version. Well, that's less have. of an issue for uh, us, more of an issue for the business. Right, but that's what, you, what you're going to see yeah. is the businesses are going to have to pull because mm. you know it's not even worth their while. Because I mean, like I would think with Rhapsody, especially. I mean, they, how do you even make money to begin with? I mean, it's... It doesn't uh, make sense. You have this unlimited catalog of artists, and you're getting like almost like pittance from your... Well, and but this is people from somehow outputting and it to something like through a speaker jack into some, some kind of recording device. Yeah, and, well, the quality isn't all that great anyway. I mean, it's not nearly... It's not. There, not are, there, there, there are totally quality. rippers. No, I mean, no, somebody was asking yeah. me the other day if they could rip Rhapsody songs to MP3, and I'm like, yeah, you can, but why would you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well, well JP actually helped me get an obscure song that I couldn't find on iTunes to, to purchase that was on a YouTube video and I actually was able I know how to download YouTube yeah. videos and this helped me extract it from the YouTube video. Saying, if it's a subscription outside of the app store if it's but outside it, but through the, the yeah yes, they get uh, they get a chunk of that they subscription well, they're they're gonna gonna do that, well yeah, I don't know to, it's easy to monitor because it has to go all go through their app so they yeah. can well I hope they don't because that would kill Rhapsody for me it would kill Sirius for me because it would up the price yeah. yeah well only if it ups the so, price for you yeah. yeah well I'm just saying I mean I can't imagine a, a business yeah. Only, yeah the only way they could absorb those costs is to pass it on they're going to have to up and they haven't right started either. that already yeah. they haven't mm-hmm. okay hmm. So, well, who knows what's going to happen with the cloud and everything yeah. else? So, I mean, to the cloud. Well, that might be good. No, that's Windows. I'm going to start. Uh, uh. So, anyway, um, um, how are we doing? We're at time. time. Are we? Okay. We're well, time. we have some good, we have other good topics that we will have to save for next week, I guess. Well, what's, uh, do we have a short topic? Do we have a five minute topic? Um, no, I think it, we don't talk about anything. <laughs> so, let's, we'll just save these for next week. Okay. I'm going to write a note. Okay. Check for a topic. I know it's coming. Yeah, not to mention that it's late since we have to deal with drama. technical issues. Computer drama. Yeah. I apologize for the crackles. Well, you're supposed to be able to remove the crackles. I can remove most of the crackles. Oh, awesome. Not all of the crackles. Okay. Mm, that makes me want to crackle. All right. Well, let's let's start tugging. Go ahead, JP. Move oh. Ahead. Um, all right. Uh, to our listener, Gary Snyder, who has sent us all some stuff before, and a great guy, he sent me a book called Up. And... Uh, because it's about a duck. Pup <laughs> duck. Get it? Pup. Yep. Yeah. I don't Continue. get it. Fuck a duck. Fuck a Pup duck. duck. Oh, it's called fuck? Fuck. No. Fuck. Fuck. Oh. Fuck. Fuck duck. What's so that? Oh, that's short for fucking it. Fuck All right. Okay. I got it. Now. Everything is fuck. acronyms now. I got short it now. You know, what? What, is it? what did you say? TLC? TCB? Yeah. What was your thing? TCBY? TLDR? Yeah, it's Or GPOY? Or too legit to quit. Go to this picture of yourself. <laughs> That's really? big on Tumblr, which we'll be talking about in future episodes. How interesting. But anyway, so to Gary, um, he's also just generally awesome. And anybody on the East Coast, he's single and he's a catch. So What's yeah. he look like? I'm single. Gary, yeah. <laughs> he's cute. Yeah. He's going to come visit soon, actually. Uh, to Steve, Free uh, <laughs> Tag, Root Beer 1, happy 50th birthday. And to both him and Jack for hosting us on Tuesday night. That was pretty awesome. Uh, tugs to Thomas, who came and visited. Well, yeah, this is last time. Uh, Richard and Reed, uh, they were in town, mm-hmm. and we're going to go see them this weekend. Um, to Jeb, who brings me awesome rare tracks of industrial and post-drunk punk. Goodness, and I'm done. Post-drunk punk? Post-punk. Oh, the drunk wasn't supposed to be in there? Drunk wasn't supposed to be in there. Oh, I mean, okay. he could be post-drunk, but no. Post-punk. Okay. Is it Gary post-punk Snyder who has a picture of a ball in his mouth on his profile? Yes. That's not a ball. That's a microphone. Oh. It's oh. A microphone. <laughs> What's he talking it's, about? It's, it's a microphone. <laughs> Why is he talking to a microphone? Because he also was on a podcast. He's cute. Oh. He's very cute. He's a cute guy. Cool. Shall I do my tugs? I'm single too, Gary. Just so you know. <laughs> let, me, let me see him. Oh, I'm sorry. I already closed oh, it. All right, I want to give a tug to, to Adam and Michael, my little trivia buds. We keep Ryan. winning. Sorry, we keep ahead. winning at the hole and getting uh, 
What do you call it? Tabs uh, at the hole? Winning hole? at the that's, hole is my favorite. What are you, <laughs> is that, what are you talking about? Mike, uh, Mike D's trivia nights on Fridays. Mike, Mike Dinwiddie. Tomorrow. Yeah, Mike, D, Mike yes. D is, that's Dinwiddie, and then there's Mike D. Okay. Mike Diddy, Mike D. That's Mike Diddy. Mike D was Mike God. D before thing. That's He's why we're, we're going to start calling. It's Darno not Mike. We're not Darnell. calling him Nut Oh yeah. Not by the way, or how, do you, how do you pronounce his last name? Darno. Darno. It's not spelled that way. Yeah, it, it certainly it's is. French. It's French. It's French. It's, it explains his quirkiness. It's 12th century French Huguenot. No, but he's Dutch. Both of his parents what? are Dutch. What if I don't want to say so, Dinwiddie's so last full last name? So you have to pay for your own meal when you go out. Is that what? I think it's Mike. Yeah, you gotta say you just say Dinwiddie. Mike D one and Mike D two. No, you just, just say, say Dinwiddie. 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 All right, yeah. fine. Well, you don't want to say Darno or whatever it is, <laughs> Denard. I, that's I always thought. Well, they Denard. don't mix. So if you're talking in you're about so them, you'll know based on the context of the conversation which Mike D you're talking. I about. think we should call him like. Um, <laughs> I never mind. <laughs> just keep going. I'm yeah, sorry. you're just gonna bury yourself. Shut up. Tough crowd. Um, I, 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 and, um, I reconnected. <laughs> with a friend from a couple jobs ago, la, 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 la. and found out that he's listened to every single one of our podcasts. Oh my god! Every single one of our. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. He's still and talking to you. That's Mr. Steve Fradley. He's probably listening to this oh, right Mr. now. Mr. Steve Fradley. And we're gonna oh. Google you and find out your social security. <laughs> no, number no, no, no. <laughs> Steve F. Sorry. He has life watch. Um, also, I went and hung out with. Uh, please, Dave, don't say anything. Um, Steve from the Big Bear event. Um, Anything. Oh. He's doing the diversity platinum card instead of a Bears Life magazine. Oh, um, I wonder <laughs> is there anybody out there? Is that the guy who sings that song? Yes, I wonder. Tardy for the bear party or whatever that yeah. thing was. I don't know. Is there um, another one called? Is there another song? No, I was oh. just making fun of. Uh, who are we talking about? I just want Steve a Bears oh, Life magazine to hold me. Oh, okay. Um, to scold me. You've ever seen that video? That. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I don't Those remember. When I'm bad, oh, my God. I'm so, so bad. That's not it. it was so, so bad. Um, also, I got I to meet Skincare Bear, finally. Neil and Lee. You guys, I think you know them. Uh, I know their pictures and names, I but I don't know who they are. I don't think I've ever okay. met them. Uh, also, I want to tug Carlos from New York. And it says, see picture from Growler. Hola. And he says, I love the podcast. I've been, like, streaming it nonstop. It's amazing, 100%. And please don't stop. Thank you for sharing the life you guys are living. I hope I can give you a hug at IBR. Much love, Carlos. Aww. Aww. I was Wait. supposed to go to IBR, but I didn't go. Uh, uh, so he's an ad... Uh, Hi, Carlos. Hey. Adamant Ooh. listener. Hola, Carlos. Adam who? Adamant. Adamant. He's determined to listen. Adamant and... Uh, so it's to me. Uh, Ed, because I always said Ed, tug Ed. Ed. John, because I love you. Um, Donovan and Fred, it was great to see you guys. Um, they introduced I didn't you. get to see Donovan and Fred the whole weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We spent a good part of the afternoon with them at the Lone Star, and um, that was fun. Um, <laughs> oh, they okay. You blew him at the Lone Star? No, that was... You <laughs> just wiped your mouth. kissed him. I didn't... Whatever. Okay, we're not <laughs> That's what talking I thought. About I, certainly. That. I was like, what was part like, of the Lone wow. Star? I wasn't there. You got an open relationship already. It was a long, already. overdue snogging. No, I certainly do not. Um, the um, he introduces a couple of cool guys from Long Beach uh, who are very nice to meet. I've forgotten their names, but also to another couple who is actually moving from San Francisco to San Diego. Oh um, wow, I didn't know that happened. Yeah, so very nice guy. Oh, Brian. What? No, I mean seriously, <sighs> people seem very happy in San Francisco. Well, they're they're moving. Well, I won't get into details of the guy's life, but his uh, company is opening an office here in downtown San Diego, and it is a big opportunity for him business wise. Cool. So he is moving down here, and um, are they hot? Uh, they, they're both very attractive men. Yeah, definitely um, attractive men. Nice guys too. Um, so that was nice. Um, getting to meet those and them and um, everybody else who I you know had the chance to see, no matter how briefly. I didn't get to see uh, Iman at all. Iman. Amon, he was there, but I missed him entirely. Yeah. So. But he sent me chocolates. Oh, yes, tugs yes. to tugs to Amon for the chocolates. There you, you go. At a girl. Um, did you bring him to share? No, no. Yes, you didn't. Um, because wow. they're gone, aren't they? No, I still have some. Oh, you do? Oh, Chocolate-covered gummy bears, too, which sound disgusting and absolutely amazing. Are those yeah, sent, were they sent they to sent you or were they sent to us? No, they, sent they to were him. sent to me. Okay, as long as they were sent to you. Mm. If they were sent to us, I would have brought. I'm just sure you would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, otherwise, uh, that is about it. Yeah. Wise. 
I have tugs. Um, I have a tug for Shannon. It was his birthday, and he was my roommate at IBR. Yes. Oh, yeah. Happy Shannon. Birthday. Sorry, I missed it. He's doing well. Um, a tugs to JD and Dean, um, just for being at IBR yeah. and for helping us get the room. And it was great to see them. Uh, well, tugs to Dean for being Absolutely. on national television or international television oh, at the yeah, Oscars. Oh, right. Right. when Toy Story won, they showed Dean behind smiling and uh, being a very gracious, uh, yep, not winner. <laughs> but I think we'll be seeing him. Did JD go to the Oscars also? I you know, I thought yes. he did, but he wasn't there. Oh. I mean, he wasn't there in that moment when they were showing Dean. He wasn't. Dean was sitting next to his writing partner. Uh, I didn't see him, but I, I saw some posting on Facebook oh, okay. that said that they both went. I he told me he was gone. So. Maybe they seat them a certain way when they're when they're about to read their nominations. I don't know. Was probably, he was probably up in the in the rafters. But you get a plus one, right? I mean, yeah, normally. I don't know. So. Well, yeah, because you know, maybe not down in the front there with the nominees. Well, I shall follow oh, up with uh, JD and yeah, ask like him what the poop was. I would love to hear the inside scoop on all of that. And yes, yeah. pass along. Well, to he's certainly gotten plenty of recognition for it, and it will lead. It's it's already yeah. leading to bigger. He's and already writing. For him, so. Done with the first round on the yeah, on the second so movie, that's, and that's proof enough. Yeah, and it's and and joking aside, it's it's honor to be nominated. Literally, I mean, that's a huge deal. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that adds a lot. You put that on your resume. Still go to all the cool parties. And it's funny, even at the bar when it came up, because uh, a couple of guys came into the bar while we were playing the Oscars, and so I put it up with volume for that particular thing. And there were unsolicited How to Train Your Dragon exultations, uh, even though they didn't win. So uh, that was cool. And when Toy Story won, people booed. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I Plus haven't. I haven't work. seen. I haven't seen no, Toy Story it's three. It's good. It's good. But it's, it's good. still. I'm gonna say, yeah. Pixar. Have they ever lost anything? Can you believe no. that the fucking Randy Newman won another goddamn oh, Oscar yeah. for a fucking Pixar song? That guy you like, JP. <laughs> I will cut you. Yes. I hate that guy. Yeah. Randy Newman. Well, I watched the Pixar story. They did a thing on CNBC. Yeah. I guess it's a documentary that's gone around for a while, and I hadn't seen it before. It was really, really yeah. interesting. And. Oh, about how they've that. evolved. And you don't realize how much Steve Jobs was involved in making Pixar happen. That too happen. was also oh, interesting. Yeah, and yeah. just how that, like, from one thing to the next, okay, that was a huge success. Oh, my God, is our next one going to be a success? And how, like, this... Don't worry, John Lasseter's doing everything he can to destroy that. What? Why did you say that? He's the one making fucking Cars too. Yeah. Oh, cars I, yeah, is, I haven't seen that. But JL, he's done everything all the way back to the original Luxo Jr. I mean, the guy, everything he touched has been gold. That was his. Yeah, until he got fired from Disney Animation. Wow. And went back to work this, there. We were in tugs. This is really. This is a cool We've never gone this we far off topic. No, but we, 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 we forgot to talk about the Oscars. But we yeah. always do this. We come in for a landing and we take right back <laughs> off. Just, you know, we start no, coming. I don't care. I'm just There's that marine layer, right? No, but this was interesting too. And this is probably something you might remember from your youth because I had never been to Disneyland until My I don't know, four, four years ago, the two youths. <laughs> Um, they showed um, they talked about him and how he John Lasseter had worked at Disney and that he had worked at the Jungle Cruise they showed old footage which must have been from the early 70s of the Jungle Cruise where the guy running the ship has a gun and he Still shoots at something they Still shoot, has a gun did they shoot at something cap gun shoots at the, at the hippo. well they, they came back they I were gone the hippo. I guess I'm always in back of the boat they were gone and they came back and then the ones in Florida are actually attached to the boat yeah. they definitely oh. have a gun Oh, really? Because I, I guess I never noticed it. But speaking yeah. of the Jungle Cruise, they are going to make a Jungle Cruise movie that will be <gasps> starring Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. As the hippo? Wow. Yeah. Along the lines of Haunted that. Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, which... Country Bear Jamboree, now they're making franchise movies. That's their newest. Okay, Pirates Disney of the Caribbean, Ryan, that worked. Two of those were really Ryan, terrible. Haunted Mansion. Mansion and some of they're so rebooting much. Haunted Mansion with Guillermo del Toro directing, which could be oh, insane. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't hear about that at Comic-Con? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That was the huge scoop at Comic-Con was Guillermo del Toro doing, yeah. That that be, because the, the Eddie Murphy oh, one was terrible. The Eddie Murphy one was un- Did you see the Red Riding Hood, the new Red Riding Hood? I saw that. Coming that. Up. You like, know, they oh, did make, they even made a Tower of Terror movie I was just going to say Steve Gutenberg did the Tower of Terror, which was terrible. So, all right, I still do have some, I still do have some tough stuff. Humpty Dumpty. There was something else I was going to say about the Oscars, but anyway, I guess it doesn't matter. Robbed. Anyway, what got robbed? Uh, Dragon. Oh, Rob. yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, so J.D. and Dean, um, speaking of Pixar, uh, tugs to Chris, um, tugs to uh, Brian and Jeff, tugs to my, my new friends, Alan and Mitch, um, tugs to Zach for helping me on um, WoW today, and uh, Zach's also going to Coachella with me, which I'm super excited about, uh, tugs to Jeff, and oh, I wanted to recommend uh, if you have HBO and it's still playing, I think. There's a wonderful documentary about Ronald Reagan. 
It is insanely insightful. It'll help <laughs> you uh, see him in a new way. It'll give you wonderful uh, bits of actual fact to use when people try to exalt him and make him a saint in front of your oh. eyes. Huh. You can say, oh, but do you remember that he did this? And do you remember that mm. he did that? And do, do you remember that he didn't do this? Some uh, AIDS even existed some first people. three years on the street. Something uh, deal. Oh. He is, he is in part or completely responsible for the work? recession that we're did currently work? in because his voodoo economics did not, did not work at all. It did not work and the country sank deeper in the yes, recession. Exactly. Why does the Ferris Bueller... Does our... Audio sound odd right now? What? Can you hear it? No. Almost no. like there's like a little echo. Is it coming no. out of here? No? I think it's in the house. I hear now that you said that I hear it. Yeah. It's just yeah, the, the whole room. house echo. I kind of hear it bounce. It's just yes. the room. Anywho. The room. So yeah. The room. It's, room. it's a wonderful, wonderful documentary. Gosh. And it, it, if anything, it helped me. The one thing I will say about Ronald Reagan is that he was no one's puppet. He was his own president. Huh. What he wanted to do, he fucking did. And he, he stood by it. And in, and he straight out lied. You know, and he kind of ended up owning that lie eventually. But I will say, you know, it's nice to have a president who isn't run by anybody but himself, more or less. And even if he makes a bad decision, at least it's his decision that he made. So right, yeah. That's why so I that, should have my parents watch it. Other than that, he should right? go fuck himself. But um, <laughs> well, if yeah. they're Reagan, if they're big Reaganites, they should totally watch of it. Of course I mean, they are. They're the they're thing not. I'm thinking is most right wing hardcore Reagan supporters Aren't will look at it and have an answer for whatever's brought up mm. that's anti Reagan. Yeah, what surprised okay. me the most was a lot of the people in little towns who are just, you know, just look at Reagan like he was a political god. And it's like, do you realize that the reason your town looks like Shitsville right now is because he let companies like Walmart run basically unregulated right. and be able to come in and just roll right over your town? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man. Anywho, that's my tugs. All right, well, happy tugs then. Um, this is episode, episode 83. 83. And I'm JP. Goodbye, JP. Goodbye, JP. Vito. Goodbye, Vito. And I'm Dave. Bye, Bye Dave. And I am Brian. Goodbye, Brian. Bye, everybody. And um, if all goes well, we'll see you next week with uh, much less crackle. Yeah, let's hope. I thought we were higher than the 80s. That would be awesome. No, we, we are. Crackle. That was 83. 83. Was it 83? That's the year I graduated from high school. I love that story. Ten years after I was born. Oh, cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. Oh, God. Uh, that's lame. <laughs> no, it's, uh... I'm going to start saying it. It's, uh... 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 It's, uh...